Jesus, we just honor you. Jesus, te damos la honra. Tell him, Jesus. Dile, Jesus. I love you. Yo te amo. Would you speak to me today? Háblame hoy. I want to hear from you. Yo quiero escucharte a ti. I don't want to hear from Pastor Lewis. Yo no quiero escucharte Pastor Lewis. I want to hear from you. Quiero escucharte a ti. Would you speak to me? Háblame. In Jesus' name. En el nombre de Jesús. Come on, somebody say amen. Alguien diga amen. Would you greet the people around you for a moment? Saluda a la persona que esté a su lado, detrás y al frente. God is so good. Dios es tan bueno. Somebody left me a note here and said, Pastor Lewis, be awesome. Did you lose your mic? Praise the Lord. I'm blessed to be here with you guys. I heard that. I heard that. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to remind you tomorrow night. Quiero recordarle mañana en la noche. 857 Howard Avenue. La 857 Howard Avenue. Uh, we are shining a light in the darkness. Vamos a brillar nuestra luz en la oscuridad. And uh, we will have an event called the Journey Through Time. Vamos a tener un evento nuestra pasada por el tiempo. Which will be at um, the church, and it's it's going to be an awesome time where your kids can learn about the Bible. Va a ser un un tiempo maravilloso donde tus hijos pueden aprender de la palabra. And where they can get some candy. Y in Jesus' name. En el de Jesús. Amen. Amen. It's going to be an awesome time. The staff has been working really hard on it. I want to encourage you. And, and listen, for those of you who are going to judge us. Para que que no van a juzgar, these kids are going to be in the streets anyways. Estos niños van a estar en la calle anyway. So I'm going to get them in the church instead. Yo lo voy a traer a la iglesia mejor. And it's a, one of the greatest times to actually minister to the kids. Amen? A los niños, amen. I feel like I'm on assignment today. Que estoy bajo un hoy. And I want to read this scripture to you and give you a few moments, of, maybe 30 minutes of a sermon I have prepared for you. Esta y por 30 I'm going to preach as fast as I can because I don't like being in a suit. I'm, I'm joined here today by my translator Bianca from Siribar Español. Turn with me in your Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 30. Maybe click there, turn there. It'll also be on the screen for you to read along with us. And I feel like this is a fitting scripture for what we're celebrating today. Now, Citywide, in case you forgot, the more you talk to me, the less I talk to you. Let's do a test real quick. Amen. Vamos a la prueba. Amen. All right, all right. We're there. We're there. The scripture reads from the ESV. Now, when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day, the Amalekites made a raid against the Negev and against Ziklag. They had overcome Ziklag and burned it with fire and taken captive the women and all who were in it, both small and great. They killed no one, but carried them off and went their way. And when David and his men came to the city, they found it burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters were taken captive. 
And David and the people who were with him raised their voice and they wept until they had no more. Somebody say no more strength to weep. David's two wives also had been taken captive. Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. And David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because all the people were bitter in soul, each for his sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself. Sometimes you got to do it by yourself. In the Lord his God. And David said to the priest Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought the ephod to David and David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue after this band? Shall I overtake them? He answered him, pursue for you shall surely overtake and you shall surely rescue. Amen. Vamos a leer en Primera de Samuel 30. Cuando David y sus hombres vinieron a Ziklag al tercer día, los de Amalek habían invadido en Aguab y a Ziklag y habían asolado a Ziklag y le habían prendido en fuego y se habían llevado cautivos o cautivas las mujeres y a todos los que estaban allí desde el menor hasta el mayor pero a nadie habían dado muerte sino um, a los los habían llevado al seguir su camino vino pues David con los suyos a la ciudad y he aquí que estaba quemada y sus mujeres y sus hijos e hijas habían sido llevados cautivos entonces David y la gente con él estaba alzaron su voz y lloraron hasta que les faltaron las fuerzas para llorar las dos mujeres de David y Abigail la que fue mujer de Naval el de Carmelo o Carmel también eran cautivas y David se angustió mucho porque el pueblo hablaba de apedrearlos pues todo el pueblo estaba en amargura de alma cada uno por sus hijos y por sus hijas mas David se fortaleció en Jehová su Dios y dijo David al sacerdote Abiatiar hijo de Amalek yo te ruego que me acerques el afot y Abiatar acercó el afot a David y David consultó a Jehová diciendo Persiguiré a estos meredores, los podré alcanzar. Y él le dijo, síguelos, porque ciertamente los alcanzarás. Y de cierto librarás a los cautivos. For the sake of time, I'll jump down to verse 17. In verse 16, David finds them who took his wife and his family. Verse 17 says, And David struck them down from twilight until evening of the next day, and not a man of them escaped except 400 young men who mounted camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken, and David rescued his two wives. Nothing was missing, whether small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything that had been taken. And David brought back all. Somebody say with me, all. David also captured all the flocks and herds and the people drove the livestock before him and said, this is David's spoil. Okay. Lo llevó pues 
Y he aquí que estaban desparamados sobre toda aquella tierra, comiendo y bebiendo y haciendo fiesta por todo aquel gran botín que habían tomado de la tierra de los filisteos y de la tierra de Judá. Y los hirió David desde, oh, los hirió David desde aquella mañana hasta la tarde del siguiente día. Y no escapó de ellos ninguno, sino cuatrocientos jóvenes que montaron sobre los camellos huyeron. Y libró David todo, todo lo que los amalecitas habían tomado. Y asimismo libertó David a sus dos mujeres. Y no les faltó cosa alguna, chica ni grande. Así de hijos como de hijas, del robo y de todas las cosas que les habían tomado, todo lo recuperó David. Tomó también David todas las ovejas y el ganado mayor. Y trayéndolo todo delante, decían, este es el botín de David. We're here today not celebrating 38 years of a church. Estamos aquí no celebrando 38 años de una iglesia. But 38 years of God being faithful. Pero 38 años de Dios I wish fiel. I had a witness there. Si hubiera un testigo aquí. That after 38 years we can still say that God is still good. Que después de 38 años podemos todavía decir Dios todavía es bueno. And that God's faithful. Y que Dios es fiel. Now I believe that every few years Yo creo que cada tiempo, it's important for us to rehearse our history. Ir hacia atrás en la it's important for us as a church to know where we came from es como saber de donde because it tells us where God's taken us. Nos dice donde Dios nos Now in, in 1967 there was this movement called the Catholic Charismatic Movement. En el 1966 había un movimiento que era el movimiento carismático de los católicos. Most of you weren't even born then. Algunos no habían ni nacido. But if you want to know what this was, you just think about this, the Holy Spirit hitting a Catholic service. Si quieren saber lo que es el Espíritu Santo entrando a un servicio católico. Tongue talking Catholics. Hablando en lengua católicos. Spirit filled Catholics. Um, lleno del Espíritu Santo católicos. Stomping your feet Catholics. Eh, uh, uh, stomp, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just they, they busted out the guitars, the pianos. There wasn't no more organs. Sacaron sus guitarras, sus pianos. Now back in, in, the, in the 80s, this movement was still brewing in the Catholic Church locally. And that's where my father began to be exposed to what's known as the Catholic Charismatic Movement. Now in that time, as my father had told me, he, was, he, he got the gift of the Holy Spirit. It was made known that he wasn't welcome anymore. And they were looking for just different influences and they had heard a testimony of a woman who was Pentecostal and lived in New Jersey. And so they ended up going to New Jersey, meeting all these people like Pastor Fernandez. And when they got back to Bridgeport, they felt like God was telling them to open up a church. I pause for a moment to let you know. This was before there was a church on every corner. It wasn't like there was somewhere else they could go. It wasn't like there was 150,000 Spanish churches in the area. As a matter of fact, we predate 99% of every Spanish church in Bridgeport. And that's not a point of, of pride. 
but rather to say that God is with us and we ain't going nowhere. It was in 1984 God's army church was born. They said it in Spanish. I always said it in English. We were a small church. Era una iglesia pequeña. Nothing to make you think that God was going to do anything big. Maybe nothing seemed special about us. Nada parecía especial de nosotros. But we gathered a lot of prophetic words. Pero recibimos muchas palabras proféticas. You know how it goes. Tú sabes cómo es, va eso. God going to do this. Dios va a hacer esto. And God going to do that. Dios va a hacer lo otro. And God, you know, anybody know what I'm talking about? Alguien sabe de lo que estamos hablando. you've been to any Pentecostal service. Ha ido a un servicio pentecostal. Somebody prophesied over you. <laughs> we had for a number of years our church building at 1312 State Street. We were chugging along as any old Spanish church in the city. Now part of our history is that in around 1999 the city took our church building el estado, o la ciudad, nos cogió el under what they call eminent domain. El dominio eminente. Uh, needless to say, we tried to fight it as a small church. De como una But that was the height of corruption in our region. Pero esa la que había en And we lost everything. Y todo. And we lost pretty much almost everybody. Y casi a todas las we had to go back to the living room to have church. Que ir para atrás a la sala de la, casa. But I, I look back now and I think to myself how formative these years were for us. I remember when my dad told us he wanted to shut the church down. Yo me recuerdo cuando mi padre me dijo que quería cerrar la iglesia. I was excited. Yo estaba alegre. I loved the idea. Me encantó la idea. As I told you before. Como yo le dije antes. I lived at home. Yo vivía en casa. For those two years I was homeschooled. And I had church at home. Y tenía iglesia en casa. I had nowhere to go. No tenía ningún lugar donde to hide from God. Para esconderme de Dios. Or my parents. O de mis padres. I was I was like, Dad, shut this church down. Nobody coming. It's just our cousins. It's just Carmen. It's just, it's just a couple of kids. Ain't nobody here. Shut it down. But we went to this church in New York. This pastor calls my father out of a crowd of thousands. Gives him a prophetic word that God said, don't do it. And I'm in the seat like, no. It was in that season that my mother began to talk about the restoration of God. She began to pull those Bible verses out. I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. And she would give me all types of Bible verses. She played that Morris Chapman song. Well, the word said that what was lost in battle, what was taken unlawfully, 
where Satan has planted seed donde el enemigo ha plantado semilla where peace is confusion donde paz es confusión where reality is an illusion donde la realidad es una ilustración where strength is failing donde la fuerza está acabando where help is ailing donde la ayuda no hay she said the Lord said el Señor dijo I'm going to restore yo voy a restaurar I was a little boy. Yo era un niño pequeño. I just believed my mom. Yo le creía a mi mamá. And I don't know how it is in your households. Yo no sé cómo es en tu casa. Puerto Rican households. En la casa puertorriqueña. Your parents are always right. Tus padres siempre están correctos. That's it's, it's, it's like Stu Leonard's rule number one. Your parents are always right. Es como Stu Leonard's la primera regla es que tus padres siempre están correctos. Rule number two. Regla número dos. If your parents are wrong. Si tus padres no están correctos. Reread rule number one. Leen otra vez regla número uno. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rule yeah, number yeah. three. Regla número tres. I'm gonna help all you young people out. Le voy a ayudar a todos los jóvenes aquí. When you talk to them about it 20 years later. Cuando hablan con ellos 20 años después. Three words come out their mouth. Tres palabras salen de su boca. That never happened. Eso nunca pasó. Can I get a witness? Puedo tener un testigo. Somebody know what I'm talking about. But it was in that time that my mother and my dad and the few people we had left were stuck on the promises of God. I want to talk to you for about 15 more minutes on this simple topic I've entitled Prisoners of the Promise. Tell your neighbor, I'm a prisoner of the promise. Say it like you mean it. I'm a prisoner of the promise. Now, in case you don't know what that means, I'm going to give you a 30-second illustration. Any parents, any parents here? Have you ever made a promise ha hecho una promesa to your kid. a tus hijos. They took my kids out. Praise the Lord. They can't oh, hear me. Mis hijos. Gracias, Señor. Made a promise to your kids. Le hicieron una promesa a sus hijos. And they never let you forget about it. Y nunca te dejan olvidarla. You said. Tú dijiste. But you said. Wait, tú dijiste. They don't care what the situation is. A no le importa cuál es la situación. You could have just gotten hit by a tractor trailer. Puedes... <laughs> While you were on your way to get ice cream, you're bleeding out. You're bleeding out. And they're in the back seat. Are we still going to get ice cream? That's a kid for you. You can have a fever. You can have the Rona. Are we going to go? You said. Sometimes in your walk with God, all you got left is what He said. And most of your prayer life sounds like. You said. God, but you. You said. I think that in the scripture that we just read, Yo creo que la que de leer, that's where we find David. Eso le en David. Now David is the interesting character in the scripture. Dios es un, um, He has been a shepherd boy Él era pastor, como niño de ovejas, who was anointed king of Israel, que fue como rey de Israel but he wasn't appointed king of Israel. 
God had said you're gonna be the king. Dios le había dicho, Vas a ser el rey. But somebody else was already the king. Pero todavía había alguien que era rey. That's God operates like that a lot. Dios opera mucho así. Abraham. Abraham. All this land. Toda esta tierra. I'm gonna give it to you. Te la voy a dar. Um, what about the 31 kings that live there? Pero de los 31 reyes que viven ahí. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna no give it to you. No te preocupes. Yo te la voy a dar. And so David is at this place. He's in between anointing and appointing. Y David está entre el medio de la unción. And he's taking up residence in this city called Ziklag. And the Bible says that he was out one day doing his thing. But when he came back, everything was gone. That when he comes back, everything, his wife, his kids, all of his stuff, it's been taken. All of his men's, all of his soldiers that were with him, everything had been taken. And the Bible says the people were so sad. They talked about killing David. There was conversation about killing David. Verse 6 says that David was greatly distressed. But then it also says, but David strengthened himself in the Lord. He was stuck in the tension where he'd been anointed but he hadn't been appointed. He was promised but he wasn't placed. He had lost everything and had seen nothing God promised yet. He's at the brink of ruin and all he has left is the word that God gave him and the scripture says that David strengthened himself in the Lord here's how I believe that happened that David said to God they're talking about killing me but you said I'm going to be king they talk about killing me but you said I'm going to have a throne they, they talk about ending my life they're, they're trying to come after me but you said you said I remember my parents digging up these scriptures on the faithfulness of God saying God you said Lord you said it wasn't because we wanted it you sent the prophets to speak to us you spoke the words over our lives see I believe in moments like that God's intention is to grow us. For every person waiting for growth, growth happens first inside. Let me give you these three points really quickly. Here's point number one. Trials are meant to develop you, not destroy you. When you're going through a trial in your life, the purpose of God is not to kill you, it's to keep you. The purpose of God is not to destroy you, but to develop something in you. 
In the book of James, chapter 1, verse 2, James says, count it joy. En el libro de Santiago dice, cuéntalo todo gozo. Be excited when you get to go through trials. Because it's developing something deeper in you. It's developing something stronger in you. Because God wants to deploy you. He's got to develop you first. Recently my wife brought me a, a flat top grill, a black stone. I haven't even seen it up yet I missed the summer but I, I, I read online that when I open it I have to first season it I'm, I'm going to break it down for y'all I'm going to break it down for y'all when you buy a new caldero you have to season it before you use it. You got to put it in the fire. You got to put some seasoning on it. I'm going to help all of our Caucasian friends. When you get a new cast iron skillet, for all my Asian friends, when you get a brand new wok, para todos mis amigos asiáticos cuando te dan un wok nuevo lo tienes que sazonar antes de usarlo James would say that what the Lord is doing Santiago decía lo que el Señor está haciendo is to give you joy in every season es para darte alegría en cada temporada the trials are meant to season you las pruebas son para sazonarte Some of you want to be used by God. And got no seasoning. Ain't been through no fire. Ain't been tested by no trials. Just feel called. Want to talk. So nobody want to give me a chance. I'm going to go on YouTube and Facebook and I'm going to just talk, talk, talk. God's looking for some people who are seasoned. By the trials of life. Our church was back in the living room in those years. Oh, but we were being seasoned. We lost a lot of members. But we were being seasoned. You're not going through problems. You're being seasoned. Touch the person next to him. I'm being seasoned right now. This ain't going to kill me. It's going to carry me. You see, God knew David could do war. But could he continue worshiping? David was a prisoner of the promise. He was bound by the promises God had made him. I'm almost done. Verse 8, the Bible says, David began to pray. And he asked the Lord, should I pursue? And the Lord said, pursue. For you shall surely overtake. And you will rescue. David wanted restoration. He wanted everything that was his given back to him. Here's point number two, real simple. Restoration always starts with pursuit. 
If God's given you a promise in your life, si Dios te dio una en tu vida, and there are trials that are coming in to take that promise, y hay que están para la promesa, if something has been taken and the enemies come in, you cannot get restoration without pursuit. No puede tener You see, restoration is a partnership with God. La restauración es la co colaboración con I'm, el I'm Señor. I'm going to say that again for somebody in the room today. Voy a decirlo otra vez para alguien aquí. Restoration is a partnership with God. La restauración es una colaboración con el Señor. David didn't say, God, will you pursue? David no dijo, tú vas a perseguir Dios. David did not say, God, will you go get them? David no dijo, Dios, puede ir a buscarlos? David said, God, David dijo, Dios, are you gracing me, me está dando la gracia to go after them? Para ir detrás de ellos? If I go after what you promised, si voy detrás de lo que tú prometiste, will you come with me? Tú vas a ir If I go after the promises of God, will you come with me? If we look at the history of God's people, from Exodus all the way to the end of the New Testament, the challenge of God was always if you pursue me, I'll give you the promise. When they would sin, he would say, you got to repent first. Cuando había pecado, él decía, tienen que arrepentirse primero. Pursue me in prayer. Persígueme en oración. Pursue me in your life. Persígueme en su vida. And I will come after you. Y después yo iré detrás de ustedes. I will come with you. Yo iré con ustedes. I will give you what I said. Yo te voy a dar lo que yo dije. Around the year 2003. Alrededor del año 2003. Our small remaining membership en la membresía pequeña que nos quedaba we pursued God to 857 Howard Avenue perseguimos a Dios a la 857 Howard Avenue we pushed in prayer pujamos en oración walked into one of the ugliest buildings I had ever seen in my life que miramos adentro del edificio más feo que yo he visto en mi vida holes in the ceiling rotos en el rufo holes in the floor rotos en el piso I mean just ugly uh, yo digo It's like somebody threw up in there. And my dad sitting there, oh yeah. This is it. And my dad, I don't think this is it. I don't see it. And as you saw in that first opening video, man, he had us in there working like slaves. But we had to pursue. Pero que so many people want the promises without the pursuit. Todo el mundo las promesas, algunos, las promesas sin el so many people want the blessing of God. Todo el mundo, uh, la o la del Señor. Without pursuing God one iota. Sin for one moment. Señor, con una hora, por un well why should I pursue God? Pero ¿por qué debo de el Señor? Maybe you're here today. Maybe estás aquí hoy. And you're like I ain't even got no promises with God. You need to go to base level promises. Tiene que ir con las promesas básicas. Book of James. En el libro de Santiago. You draw near to me. Si te acercas a mí, I'll draw near to you. Yo me acerco hacia ti. Go to the Psalms. You'll find a hundred Psalms about God saying if you call I'll, 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 I'll hear you. Si va a los libros de Salmos hay cientos que dicen si me llaman 
Yo voy a escucharles. Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me, I'll answer you. Jeremías 3, que dice, llama a mí, yo te responderé. There are many people who don't know they have promises from God. Hay mucha gente que no saben que tienen promesas del Señor. Because we haven't opened the word of God. Porque no hemos abierto la palabra del Señor. But let me tell you that we knew that we had some promises from God. Pero déjame decirle una cosa, nosotros sabíamos que teníamos promesas del Señor. we began to rebuild because we had promises. Y empezamos a reconstruirlo porque teníamos promesas. We continued to believe because we had promises. We continued to sing our little songs because we had somebody's catching it. We continued to pray because we had Pastor Carmen still danced in the front because she had nobody was dancing with her. But we had and here was the simple promise Aquí era la promesa simple. that God would restore. Que Dios iba a Verse 16 and 17 are amazing in this text. Verso 16 y 17 son this is David not only captured David no solamente capturó and got his stuff back y cogió sus cosas para atrás, but he got all of their stuff too. Pero también se llevó todas las otras cosas de los demás. He didn't just get back what he lost. Él solamente no recibió lo que él perdió. He got back more. Él cogió más. I want to give you this final point, really simple. Te quiero dar este punto final, muy simple. That when God restores, Cuando Dios restaura, he always gives more. Siempre devuelve más de lo que perdiste. Some of you need to grab, put this in your back pocket for today. You're going to need this in a couple of years you're going through. When, when God restores, He always gives more. The Lord's restoration is not addition. It's multiplication. The Bible says that He got His stuff back and He got more. This isn't just a one-time situation there. Look at Job 42 verse 12. And the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. And he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. God gave him more. Y mira lo que dice Job. Y bendijo Jehová el postrer estado de Job más que el primero porque tuvo 14,000 ovejas, 6,000 camellos, 1,000 juntas de bueyes y 1,000 asnas. I put it the way you might understand it. Te lo voy a poner una forma donde lo entiendas. He always gives you double. Él siempre te da doble. For what you've been through. Por lo que ha pasado. Amen. He's as he kept on telling me over the past couple of weeks. Él me seguía diciendo a través de estas semanas. He's God, the great restorer. Él es el Dios, el gran restaurador. He kept on telling me, Louis, I'm God, the great restorer. Me seguía diciendo, yo soy el Jehová, gran restaurador. Much like David, mucho como David, we pursued. A veces perseguimos. We don't just stand here celebrating 38 years of a random ministry. Estamos aquí no solamente celebrando 38 años de un ministerio. But we are literal proof, living proof Somos that God kept his word que Dios su to Felix and Awilda Burgos. A Felix y a Burgos to Pastor Carmen and to every member who stood their ground a Pastor Carmen y todos los he's God the great restorer Él es Jehová, el gran 
Zechariah 9.12 says this. Return to your fortress, O prisoners of hope. For even now I announce that I will restore twice as much to you. Zechariah 9.12 dice, Volveos a la fortaleza, O prisioneros de esperanza. Hoy también os anuncio que os restauraré el doble. I don't know if you see it yet. Yo no sé si tú lo ves todavía. Our latter is greater than our former. Nuestro antes es más grande This que nuestro después. Church's future is brighter than its past. El futuro de esta iglesia está más brillante que el pasado. Our promises are still greater than our problems. Nuestras promesas son más grandes que nuestros problemas. Everything we lost in spiritual battles has been restored. Todo lo que hemos perdido en batallas espirituales espirituales es restaurada where help was ailing God sent laborers donde no había ayuda Dios mandó obreros where strength was failing God sent strength to every servant donde no había fortaleza Dios mandó fortaleza a cada servidor where peace was confusion years ago he's brought the joy of fellowship donde había paz no había paz o confusión Él trajo alegría de comunión we went from a living room to a living womb fuimos por una sala a un vientre vivo where sons and daughters have been raised up for the glory of God. He put us through fire so we could recognize the flames in lives of others. He allowed us to go through the process so that we could help others in their progress. He's God the great restorer. You're sitting not just at a random service. No estás simplemente en un servicio sentado. But you're sitting inside. Estás sentado adentro. The restoration. De la restauración. That God promised us long ago. Que Dios nos prometió muchos años atrás. And I want to tell you. Y te quiero decir. There's so much more coming. Que hay un más que viene. Would you stand to your feet this si puede ponerse de pies. afternoon? En esta tarde. Prisoners of the promise. De la in that scripture in Zechariah, he was prophesying to people. Y le al pueblo, a la gente. And this group of people y este grupo de had nothing. No nada. And he said, What you got? Hope. Pero, pero él le dice, they were imprisoned by the hope of Jesus, Estaban of God. Pastor, what does that mean? Pastor, ¿qué eso? They had nothing left no nada. but hope. Pero but all they needed Solo lo que was hope in their life. Era en su vida. You may be here today and you're hoping for salvation in your family you're hoping for salvation in your spouse you're hoping for a spouse in your life <laughs> you're, you're hoping for the, for the promises of God you're hoping that what God told you at a youth camp a un campamento de jóvenes in the middle of Delaware, en el medio de Delaware or Florida, o Florida or like me my parents shipped me off to Louisiana como, como yo, Louisiana. you're hoping that what God said Estás esperando que lo que Dios dijo still stands todavía está de pie. maybe you're here Quizás estés aquí. and you're hoping that what God said Estás esperando que de lo que Dios dijo, in that little 
corner church you used to be at still stands and all you have is is hope I want to tell you that's all you need if you would trust him if you would believe in him that what is happening in your life is not to destroy you but he's developing you that what God is doing in your heart is giving you depth the fire of trials of tribulation is just to season you so that you can one day do everything God said if he could do it for Citywide he could do it for anybody touch two people tell them he could do it for you if you're here today and maybe you've lost your faith maybe you're here today and you have forgotten dreams by the spirit of God we just speak life over them right here every head bowed every eye closed let's reverence the presence of God in this place I'm sure there might be some people in this room whether here or online who are at the end of your rope maybe you're feeling like you don't got that time that you used to have and you're wondering if God's words going to come true if God really cares maybe you're wondering the small promises does God love me does God see me does God hear me does God know my heart is broken does God see the depression on my life does God know that I can't sleep at night does God see I want to tell you he does quizá hay uno aquí o las plataformas redes sociales que preguntan será que Dios me ve que Dios me escucha quiero decirle que él sí he's Jehovah Elroy the God who sees he sees you he remembers every promise he remembers every promise I want to take a moment during this time to pray for you if you're believing God I want to ask you just to lift your hand if you got something you're, you're believing God for yeah come on thank you thank you as high as you can small or great I don't care if it's small or great I'm believing you God because you said maybe you have to have an encouraging yourself moment right now God you said I didn't, I didn't say it God you said you said come on that's you lifting your hand as high as you can if you're here today and need your faith revived with your hand uplifted as high as you can yeah, come on there are hundreds of hands up raised right now come on Jesus you see every hand that is raised and you know every individual heart you know every situation you see you know you know the uniqueness of every individual promise in this room 
and we speak right now y lo ahora mismo. life Vida. we call those things that are not a esas cosas que no son. as though they are Como si and by the power of the Spirit of God y por el poder del Santo de Dios, we declare life vida. and even right now Holy Spirit y ahora mismo, Santo, we call forth generational promises right now al de we call forth generational promises right now al de the things that you promised our parents that las, we never saw las cosas que le but that still belong to us we call them forth now to every household in this church to every family in this house to every person young and old we call forth the generational promises of God and we ask you Jesus would you build my faith come on say that with me Jesus build my faith now come on say it with expectancy Jesus build my faith because God you can do it just take a moment all across the sanctuary and I want you by faith to thank God for the thing you're expecting yeah come on all across come on we just thank him yeah, yeah, come on come on come on we thank you Lord we're expecting God because you promised I wish I had some people who understood that God's working on your behalf he's already done that thing that you're waiting for come on from the front to the back take two seconds and just begin to rejoice yeah, 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 thank you Lord come on we magnify you Lord we lift you up Jesus we lift you up God yeah come on just stay there in his presence for a moment Father would you speak would you minister to us it's a joy to be here with you Jesus and we honor you with all of our hearts let's take a moment we're going to worship the Lord right now